Hello and welcome to another episode of the Talking Heads podcast with me, Saul Walker. And me, Lucy Chamberlain. The crescendo of spring is over and now the long, hazy summer days are here. Colour is the name of the game, whether in our blossoming borders, cute containers or walls of riotous roses. The climax of the gardening year has begun. The hum of mowers, smell of suntan lotion and sight of hoeing is all but too common on Saul and my estate gardens. Keeping everything looking lovely whilst balancing the time we have to spend on the plethora of jobs is one of the fine arts of any head gardener's role. But remember to take some time out to enjoy your efforts. Every week, Lucy and I will endeavour to bring you into our world throughout the summer, whether at Stonelands or East Donland Hall, in our own modest gardens packed full of fruit and veg and the odd exotic jungle, or on the road as we travel the country, enjoying the best this industry has to offer. So, settle back for another episode of Hijinks and Horticultural Waffle, as we take you inside the busy and exciting world of the modern head gardener. Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, you're joining us at a nice early hour before the opening of Audley End, and we are sitting in the pond garden. We've had a flyby by a couple of Canada geese. A couple? They were, there was a, uh, yeah. Full squadron. They were quite low as well. It was wonderful. And there was one that was lagging slightly behind. Uh, hopefully he's going to sort himself out. But um, yeah, so we're at um, Gardener's World Live Autumn Fair, as uh, regular listeners well will know. And uh, yeah, we're just enjoying a little peace and quiet before the main event. We are. It's day two, isn't it? It's the yeah. Saturday morning. And we're sitting in this beautiful setting, uh, which we have actually been talking about on the kitchen garden tours. Because although there's not edibles here predominantly, it's more about annuals and annual bedding. Uh, it is really beautiful. Um, and it's just a lovely, calm way to start the day. Behind you, Saul, I'm looking at you. Over yeah. your shoulder is a lovely hot pink dahlia. Yeah. We've got some canners. We've got some ricin, we've got some amaranth, we've got some antirhinums, we've got a lovely edging of lovely lime green sweet potatoes. Oh, I, I can see some rudbeckias there. I've chose this location specifically <laughs> because it's the most tropical bit of Audley End, so it's to make me feel a little You're bit feeling at home. A, Yeah, it is. Yeah, it took me six hours to done. get here on Thursday, and I've got to say, <laughs> Essex feels like the furthest point away from Devon in the world. I'm glad we do it by Zoom. I tell you, if we had to meet up with a person to do this podcast, yeah. it would be quite laborious. It would have probably been about maybe three episodes and that would have been it, wouldn't it? <laughs> so. Absolutely. Anyway, let's uh, let's uh, talk about your build-up, shall we? Let's see, because uh, for those who are listening to us brand new, uh, we're at the show and we generally do our plant expert bits that we've been doing for years and years and years now. But Lucy this year has built a show garden and it's a wondrous show garden, which we will reveal the result of in a bit. But how did the build-up <laughs> go? I, I think when you talked to me about this, what, Eight months ago, I forgot. I told you show gardens are a up and down affair, and yeah. I know you've had ups and downs. It's been the highs and lows of humanity, but um, you got there. <laughs> oh, do you know? So we got here on site on the Tuesday, um, and then we had the Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday to build the garden. And we had the plan of like Tuesday would be mainly landscaping, Wednesday predominantly getting our brain around the planting giving us Thursday to kind of like do finishing touches and stage setting because that actually takes a considerable oh, yeah. amount of time and it also tells a lovely story which then people can engage with and it resonates with them and that was really key to our garden mm. because it's all about yeah, those the three areas, edi- you know, it? yeah. yeah, an edible garden through yeah, time, Saul. Exactly. That's what That's it's sorry. all about. <laughs> Get the marketing right, Saul. <laughs> That's Ed- all right. Sponsored by. <laughs> uh, well, honestly, I, do you know what? I do need to thank some people and, and the sponsors have been fantastic. So we've got... Mr. Fothergills to thank. We've got Crocus, 
uh, we've got Fandango Fire Tools, we've got Ken Muir, and we have, oh gosh. Don't forget Dean's Nursery. Oh no, well, they, well no, they are, they're not sponsors, they, they helped fantastically. They're so more than sponsors. They, they, are, they are above and beyond sponsors. I just wonder, I'm going to, hang on, you talk, because my brain's just gone blank. There's some other person I need to thank. Well, you know, um, I, I have, <laughs> I've been a little bit, um, conscious by my absence i decided not to really get involved because <laughs> firstly you know lucy i wanted lucy to, to have the full show guards experience and b ha having done show guards before i do know how it is so uh yeah i came up on the friday and i was met with what i think is one of the most fabulous show gardens i've seen at one of these fairs in a very long time and you've just remembered your sponsor haven't you did you see <laughs> My my poker face didn't give anything away no, then, did it? No. Uh, there was a, a forest. Now forest gave us the amazing greenhouse. I don't know how I could have forgot that. I'm so sorry. I knew there was five, and I'm so sorry. I had a mental blank of white noise. And but forest, the, the walk around greenhouse that you've donated to us. Oh my gosh, it is such a show-stopping piece of uh, of, um, of timber work. So thank you very very much for that. And. Yeah, we've touched on, I do, I'm so sorry, I just need to get the thank yous in because it's been such a, a an amazing team effort. Uh, it's not just one person, is it? No, it is a it's whole so team. not. I know, I think I think so many people have, have um, gained from this uh, experience in, in being rewarded for it. So we've got Dean's Nursery, so it's Sarah, Rachel, uh, Fiona, Jane. Jane went above and beyond with the plant care at the nursery. She was, um, yeah, which is lovely. Um, uh, Aidan for driving things around. Uh, my husband Ian for coming up. What did he do? Uh, he did a. Uh, he's got a van, which is incredibly <laughs> handy <laughs> from a practical perspective. When you're trying to transport around six foot high uh, tomatoes full of t um, beefsteak tomatoes full of wonderful trusses of fruit, that is a, a logistical f bit of fun. And also the greenhouse movement was in the Ian's van, so that was great. Roger the landscaper. Oh my God, Roger, Roger the landscaper. Yeah. Let's oh, give it up. Such a, a steadfast character. He. Uh, the crazy paving he put together for the 60 section with is gorgeous. All of it's gorgeous, Roger. So, um, and yeah, the, the, the Audley End team, we've got obviously Gemma and Kelly and then other people have been pitching it. Um, Layla was, was, was doing some wonderful watering. Uh, yeah, you know, lots and lots of people. Mandy. Oh, of Mandy course, don't and forget Pauline, Mandy. Yeah. who painted the greenhouse and spent a day and a half painting this greenhouse and the volunteers were putting it together. Again, you know, just all, all of you... Uh, I am. We are. We are indebted to you because it's been um, only achieved because of your generosity, help, and support. So thank you very much. Yeah. Well, now I said the thank you. I'm going to go back to what Sorry. I said when I got here Friday. Uh, I've got to say I was greeted with something that was absolutely. I know Lucy uh, won't uh, won't big it up too much, but I'm going to. I think it's the most fabulous shogun I've seen at these fairs oh. ever. I think it's it will be the best show garden for the last five fairs so that, what's that three years Aww. i think it, it looks so good i gotta say that what lucy and her team have achieved is not just that usual uh, a few veggies in a row you know looking like an allotment they're giving you that whole story and lifestyle as well it looks very garden-esque um the usual standard that we have here is uh, is john wheatley and terry porter um, they are the ones who have been putting together these fabulous, you know, vegetable yeah. garden displays for years, decades even. Uh, and, and Terry grows this amazing veg. And I think they've obviously been slowing down and we know that they want to get out of the game slightly. I think the baton has been seriously <laughs> passed on to Lucy Chamberlain oh and her team because 
it's 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 brilliant. It it, it oh. looks like a grown garden, and that's the serious difference between something that's just put together as a display and a real top show garden. They look like it's been there for what years, or oh. you only had three days. Well, no, that's lovely. That's really lovely. Thank you. Um, we're really pleased with it. Mm. I, you know, when we were, we had to kind of like get it all ready for the judging. Um, so on the Friday morning at about half past ten, we were judged, and before then there was all the final preening, and then you have to walk away. At some point, you do have to just walk away and go right. That's it. We've done all we can, and we did. We did all we could. You know, mm. we did all we could. So honestly, so and and the lovely thing about the garden is that we it told a story. So we had great fun delving into that story and just extracting certain elements of it to give a, a yeah, waft a of, of this, research. a hint yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, even, yeah and, and oh gosh, Granny Anne's Victoria sponge, scones <laughs> and jam tarts, which were colour themed with the daily of Bishop of Landaff. That's why, that's the attention to detail we go to here. Yeah. And also the cushions that she made, again, to colour theme with all the dahlias. Uh, oh God, honestly, Anne, thank you so much. I know you really put your heart into it too. So, um, but it was forget, lovely doing. Well, no, don't forget, so... Granny Anne's been babysitting as well, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and not just Ian. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Bless, you know bless that's the important family. at these type of things. You, need, you, you sort of you sort of suspend a little bit of family life to do, or, do. all life, to be frank, yeah. and honest with you, to do these things. You do. It's very, very. You're very all in. You know, it's mm. it's all com- full full commitment with this, and it's just been. Yeah, I, I'm really happy. I'm really so um, happy, and the the awards that we got were yeah. I, I'm still I don't quite know how to we articulate reveal? it you do, you do it because I'm stumbling I'm reveal. well Lucy Chamberlain got a platinum which is the highest award you can get from BBC Gardeners World Live but not just that she has a big round vase that on the front of it says best in show <laughs> oh hey it makes me teary just yeah, I've just, just got goosebumps actually <laughs> oh just saying God. that that sounds yeah well anyhow you know so, that I I'm, feel look, very before you say anything right. for someone to get best in show <laughs> on their first show literally Lucy has no experience of doing these gardens and her team really actually all her team no, doesn't really have any experience no. so for them all to get that on their first day I, I think and I've been doing shows for a good 10-15 years I can't I think I can only think of one other person who's come fresh and got best in show. So oh. you're you're a superstar. Oh well, you and your team superstars. The, the, I say it is. Well, we've we've we've. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Here, Here comes the humble Lucy. <laughs> Trust me, she's. She, it's not going to set in I quite any time soon. You know, I, every night I get a wave of a feeling of like this most amazing feeling, and it's like we've done. I we've done that, and it's. I just feel very humble and privileged and elated there's a whacking big mixture of emotions in my body at the minute and i'm i'm just it's just i'm dumbstruck there you go that's what i am the problem the problem is is then we've got to go and do the work that we usually do (laughs) so it's not Um, do you know i'm so glad of that because it like brings me back down to earth i'm like right okay let's just get on with normal i can't deal with that so um so the show got the the tours that we've been doing and also the let's grow stage have been a a, a, Welcome to Scrap Distraction. They have yeah. they have been you know again such a joy. The the gardens here are beautiful. So to be able to be invited here and talk about them, um, and all Audley's hard work is really really nice. Um, and we always feel again a bit impostery doing that, don't yeah, we? Yeah, absolutely. So, we don't we don't do anything at <laughs> these gardens, and we're talking about it like it's something we've done, but yeah, we've done nothing. But really, we can so. sing their praises because yeah. the, we just walked past this morning a wonderful gourd arbor walkway oh, they, which must, was it about 20 meters long uh, about 20 meters there must be what 50 plants in there yeah um yeah the one thing we've noticed is last year it was the drought and uh that was our first experience and i think it wasn't the best experience this year with all the rain 
the, the gardens look Can, amazing. Have you noticed? And I don't know if you have noticed, but whilst we've been doing the podcast, that there's this there's oh, an enormous God, that's massive. Yeah, I know. Enormous slug. I think it might be one of the new introductions to the UK. <laughs> one of the Spanish guys <laughs> is over here. And there's a friend actually in the border who and they're now it's moved a foot since we started talking. Yeah. Um He so, might be on the podcast in about twenty twenty five if he gets over it. I don't know. <laughs> Um, anyway, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the wet weather, the wet weather has is, been good for the garden, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. We're sitting here in front of a wonderful display of salvias, dahlias, and uh, black-eyed Susan, mm. uh, and it's, it's yeah, in this wonderful setting. The house is again it has such a presence. It's such a huge structure, and when it, from the exhibitors' entrance, when you drive through and over the top of the hill, and then you look down onto the house, and then there's a folly in the, on the at the back end of the, the the huge big field behind. It is breathtaking. It's jaw-dropping, and I don't think anyone who works here would ever tire of looking at that in the morning and not feeling proud to be working here it's a it's a splendid site I, I only wish that the kitchen garden my the show garden and the green room where we go to have our lunch were closer together well, they couldn't be further enough <laughs> apart it's a good 10 minute walk between on, each of them we're on a very tight time scale anyhow and judging over around yesterday which squeezed everything up right from the start of the day was all kind of like squished up so uh, that was that was fun <laughs> so, yeah. but uh I, we, you know if it, people are agile we can walk Absolutely. it's okay we're still young we're still young enough Lisa. <laughs> i gotta say the standard of the garden this year is amazing and the show actually is well let's just say out to oh, the show content wise well done it's a bigger show this year mm. at least another third's been tacked on more nurseries more gardens some absolutely spectacular yes. for borders i gotta say yes lucy being best in show is even elevated because those behind you who also got platinums the colleges and a few others are just as good they, yeah i actually you know i haven't had the chance to look at them finished i just haven't um, and i'm so wanting to do that because i know that the camaraderie we had a, a whatsapp group going on and everyone <laughs> was pulling together we were all you know asked because a lot of us this was our first time doing stuff we were all asking questions and people were chipping in to answer and help and ask you know we had landscape queries there are other people asking about you know ticketing advice and uh, how to get their exhibitors and their, their volunteers on site and it, that was so useful and and the, again the, the team spirit there was really really lovely but in such a nice experience so you know everyone who's put together a border or a garden well done well done yeah. um it's it's been a it's been a, a real experience right lucy you've got to go off to the stage yes. now you've got a a, a, a meeting with uh is it Gemma this morning? Yeah, we're going to be talking about the garden for the first uh, yep. slot of the day. And then I'm back over here to do a tour. Where I will be uh, positioned. I'm going to be here all day leading people around, showing them these wonderful vegetables, <laughs> kerbits, malabar spinach. Oh, yes. A gritty. <laughs> do you know what? There's some. Lo it, it, it's lovely seeing all these unusual edibles because mm. that is, a, you know, last year's climate was so um, uh, obvious to us. To, to show that we do need to start forward thinking and there's some like say the Malabar spinach the Agretti the Pers the purslane one's gone down yeah. very well I do love purslane do you want to do uh, Lucy um, a point mm. today I'm actually going to go over there and, f and just record a little five minutes uh, with you guys uh, for the end of this podcast just to mm. talk about all these unusual edibles because I think these are things that are going to pop up all over now and I think the yeah. vegetable growers among our listeners are really going to need to know these names and yes I might give you a little bit of a sample taste test some taste <laughs> notes I'm afraid my palate isn't sophisticated enough the chops the, the chrysanthemum greens I'm still learning to love those okay well I'll have a taste of those first anyway yeah. I'll let you get off to the stage all right and thank you. Um, yeah we'll see you uh, a bit later okay bye Okay, uh, I'm sort of at the top of the wall garden because oh, we've come to the end of day two. 
I'm pretty shattered, but I need a bit of reviving. And I've come to a place which I'm quite excited about in the wall garden, and it's the future salads border. These salads that might be things we might see in the supermarkets and in our veg plots and everywhere uh, in the future. Uh, and I've bought uh, Gemma. Gemma, the uh, wall garden supervisor, she, she knows yeah, these very plants. Very much so. so I'm so just welcome to, to this, this border. It's, we've been growing for the last few years, actually, uh, really in response to the issues we have growing conventional lettuces that we find actually just bolt, run to seed uh, really, really quickly that, that we're actually fine up until maybe five years or so ago. Um, we really can't, can't grow. So we're, we're looking at this alternative model uh, and we call it future salads, but the reality is these plants have been widely cultivated for yeah. like hundreds of years. So some of them are old salads that have just fallen out of favour and are just better in the climate change we're having. Yeah? yeah, and we do need to think in historic gardens how we mitigate some of these issues with climate change. Um, and a lot of these now are becoming quite popular, especially in restaurants, but we really want to get these on, onto people's plates. You know, really it's an alternative to your, to your iceberg lettuces, all of that, and they all have such important nutritional value as well. Yeah, and also, you know, lots of our salads are imported because of the reason that we can't grow a huge amount in this country. But actually, some of these salads, I, you know, I'm looking at a board now of one, two, three, probably about 10 varieties of, of different salads that are all edible. And the first thing you notice is they're all lush and they're green. They've not been affected by any of the climate this year. I've got to say, it looked exactly the same last year under two and a half hours of scorching drought. So actually, these things are growing a lot better in the conditions that we have. Yeah, definitely. It's certainly in the extremes of the wall garden where, you know, we have the extra five degrees with the microclimate anyway. Uh, and for us, just kind of looking across this border right now, um, lush and healthy, really succulent um, and no pests and diseases so far, which is well, encouraging. Do you know, that's a good thing as well, because we are suffering more from pests and disease as uh, things warm up. Right. Let's get me laughing chops around some of this. Now, <laughs> I think our regular listeners are going to know what I'm going to go for first here. Because right in front of me is, the, is one of my favourite new plants. And it's Agretti! Agretti! Um, do you want to explain a bit about Agretti while I have a munch? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Agretti, so it's a really popular, um, well, it's becoming more popular as an Italian heirloom um, vegetable. Um, nice bit of crunch there, Saul. Thank you. Um, so, as you can see, it's a bit of an alternative to uh, a samphire. Um, mm. Opposite leaf saltwort is another common name uh, for this, or salsola soda is its botanical oh, name. Oh, right. Um, you know, I thought I'd just, just get that in there. That's yeah, very good. Um, so, yeah, you can eat it, uh, again, as this alternative. So, oh, it's, it's got nice. a little bit of saltiness. Nice raw. Um, I think traditionally... Uh, and how, how I actually like to cook it is just to wilt it down uh, for a couple of minutes. Um, just plonk it on a, a bit of spaghetti. Really, really nice, actually. Oh, lovely. Um, and it's just really nutritious, really good for you as well. Yeah, yeah, very nice. But let's move on to something that I'm not as... I don't know. I'm going to have a bit. I haven't been eating too much of it. It's this Horn of Plenty. Horn of Plenty, yeah. uh, It's got an interesting aftertaste. Let's say that. Right, I'm going to have a munch. You explain. Okay, so again, it's it's closely related to the, the corn salad with, with those kind of scalloped leaves. Um, I think it's bolted slightly, hence the slight bitterness to this one. Which oh, is that there. what it is? Yeah, we've right. this is a bit of a pollinator, so you've probably got some of those volatile compounds. Mm. That's like kind Ooh, of yeah. a of that. Yeah. But, but really generally nice, like a, similar to a corn salad, you've got that nice creamy texture. Um, and again, really nice bushy habit. Bit, planted about six inches apart really nice ground cover too yeah yeah I, I don't think you've convinced me but actually you're right about the pollinators it's covered in flowers i can see bees all over mm -hmm. it even in this late period now i want to go back to the uh, behind the perpetual spinach i'm pretty sure anyone who's grown a vegetable plant will know about um, perpetual spinach but great crop great crop for overwintering as well will last you all the way into april but the thing i want to have a look at is the shizo 
behind here because not only does it taste really nice, it's also quite ornamental. To explain about this one, Gemma, while I have a have a little munch. Yeah, yeah sure. We're, we're big fans throughout the, the gardens at, at Audley and with Shizo. So the, the the bedding team, well, the ornamental team have used it widely um, as part of their Victorian bedding schemes uh, as an ornamental plant. Um, so really nice kind of plant you would pinch out, so nice bushy habit. Um, we use it here in the wall garden. This is a, a bicoloured type with this lovely um, underside of, of purple leaves and a, a nice green top. So really nice uh, as an oriental leaf crop. Mm. So really nice, lightly stir-fried. Uh, quite nice raw as well. Got a nice texture to it. Yeah. Um, and, and also, I believe, is using widely in cocktails now. Oh, right. Nice it's it's got it's got some bitter afternotes, but I I quite like it. It'll be nice in a stir fry, I think. Yeah. Um, and what's really nice is the underside of the leaf, quite a nice purple colour. Very attractive, isn't it? I know there's a purple form as well, isn't there? With all the leaves purple. Absolutely, yeah, there's purple. There's different multicoloured forms as well. Um, so take your pick, really. Right. Well, there we go. A few of the future plants that you'll be seeing. I think Waitrose will be bagging a Gretti for £10 a bag in the future. So you'll be seeing that one down the supermarkets anytime soon. Watch this space. <laughs> Gemma Sturge is a Gretti supplier to the supermarkets. Eh? <laughs> Widely available. Well, thanks, Gemma. And thanks for showing us your wonderful garden. Absolute pleasure. Oh, God, it's been a long old day, Lucy. But we have a few thank yous oh, yes. to say, haven't we? A few of Gosh. our podcast listeners have come. We have, yeah. A couple brandishing biscuits and sweeties. I had, do you know what, that the, the chocolate and orange biscuits, uh, Andrew, went down a treat yesterday because oh, yeah. I had a, I needed the sugar hit and <laughs> it provided it beautifully. So thank you so very much and for that. That's the second year Andrew's come over with biscuits. So if he, if you can make that a regular thing, Andrew, <laughs> we'll be at Audley End. We'll first uh, weekend of September. <laughs> Until 2033, <laughs> bring some biscuits. Well, we've also got a few others to thank. Yeah, um, and I'm sure got, there'll be more after this. I'm sure there only, will be. Yeah. So if we miss you out, because we're not recording this in the middle of the show, we will include you in a in an episode coming forward. But also want to say thank you to uh, Sam and Jennifer mm. for coming. They're very ardent listeners. Lovely. One of them told me they listened to all 200 episodes. That's uh, <sighs> that you need to. That is commitment. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it gets you through a day, I guess. <laughs> um, I'd also like to say thank you to Annette, who met me over the... St- so yesterday, oh God, I had to go on the stage at last minute to go and do something with David Hurrian. You were um, a trooper. Yeah, I'm Well done, you. There was an embarrassing moment, but we're not going to bring that up no. on the podcast. No, we're not going to bring that no, up that, on the No, what happens on stage stays on stage. Absolutely. <laughs> but uh, afterwards, Annette, who I've met before, came over to say hello. Uh, she's on my Twitter, so thank you to Annette. And I hope that Chefrella grows really nicely for you it's one i recommended to her a bit ago so uh, well done for getting that stick that under that acer and it will romp away but anyway yes thank you to all the people who have come and said hello um if you are here on sunday i think this pod will be saturday this will come out we will include you mm. but, um, well there's sarah who's uh, erica's friend sarah who has been a, again a, a real uh, keen podcast listener she bought some cookies uh, and a note a notebook which I thought was very oh. charming. So thank you very, very much. It was lovely, yeah. really lovely to meet you and to give Erica a hug as well. So uh, We appreciate very, very all nice. our listeners, I've got to say. It always, always weirds us out that people still listen and want to, to learn Come about on, our you, lives. Come on, now you're being all humble. Stop it. Yeah. Uh, no, but we're st- well, no, we, do, we, we so love it. We, yeah. we, we do love it and we are very flattered uh, so much because, you know, you know, that's, that's that, yeah. <laughs> drives us on it does. it does it does anyway right let's get back to the day job again let's do it <laughs> okay that brings us to the end of today's episode we hope you enjoyed listening and look forward to you joining us again for the next instalment if you'd like to contact myself or Saul 
we're free to chat on our social media platforms. I'm on Instagram at headgardenerlc, and you can find Saul on Twitter at GardeningSaul. Any review you'd like to leave us via your podcast provider would be gratefully received. Long summer days are the high point of any gardener's life, as we'll spend all the hours of the day enjoying our outside spaces and the plants that bring us so much joy. Gardening at this time of year is such a great pleasure, and we hope to keep sharing this all summer long. And so, until the next episode of Talking Heads, goodbye! Goodbye!